If you are on the edge of burnout, or you're toying with burnout, or you're in burnout and you're wanting to get out, then this next 20 minutes is time you're going to want to spend with me because we're going to talk all about burnout, why it happens, what it looks like, and most importantly, how you can get yourself out of burnout. Welcome to The Road to Seven. I'm your host, Sheila Cummins. I am an entrepreneur, a mentor, an investor, a wife, and mom to three beautiful children. Women entrepreneurs are up-leveling and changing the rules for business strategy, leadership, success, money, and impacting the world every single day. The Road to Seven is the diary of business strategy for women entrepreneurs. We meet you where you're at in your business and champion you along the road to your vision. And I am honored you chose to join us today. Ready to go? Buckle up. It's time to hit the road. My name is Sheila Cummins. If you and I haven't met yet, I am the CEO and founder of The Road to Seven. We provide financing, coaching, and training for women entrepreneurs who are looking to build their companies as they're on the road to and beyond seven figures. We help you implement pricing, products, processes, and the people that you need so you've got a really strong foundation on which to build. So why are there so many of us that are experiencing burnout? Well, if you take a step back and look at what you do in a day, it'll become very, very clear you are most likely doing everything in your company. And it's not that you maybe haven't hired, but maybe the people that are working on your team haven't relieved the stress and the pressure yet, so you are still in doing mode all day, every day. You're working on fulfillment, so you are making happen what it is that you sell. You're working on the the behind-the-scenes operations, making sure that all your software is talking and all the pieces are connected and people are receiving the pieces they need at the right time. You're probably working in the finance part where you're trying to track all your expenses, track your revenue, make sure that you've got more revenue than expenses going out. Maybe you're also working in the team part, looking for great team players, hiring players, but being concerned that you don't have the cash flow to do it. I mean, when you look at what you're achieving in a day, it is no wonder there are so many of us that are on the edge of spontaneously combusting. One of the downsides of doing everything in your business is it means you're not working in your genius and you are most likely spending 50, 60, 70, or 80% of your time doing work that is not in your genius, that either you don't know how to do well, so it takes you twice as long as someone else, or you don't enjoy it. And so, of course, you and I both know what happens when you don't fully enjoy what it is that you're doing. It always takes longer. We always procrastinate. That procrastination then has impact and repercussions. And when you're doing everything, what you're not doing is resting and taking care of yourself. And that is absolutely where we're going to start, but it's probably not taking care of yourself in the way that you think I'm going to talk about it. And what happens when we operate from this place of not being in our genius, doing what it is that lights us up, working with people who just bring us such a sense of fulfillment and satisfaction so that we know we're having the impact that we want, is it all of a sudden doesn't feel worth it. And we feel trapped. 
and you feel like you're in this vortex that you can't get out of, and you're on this hamster wheel where you have no choice but to keep running, or this whole ship is going to sink. And that level of stress and dissatisfaction and unhappiness is taxing, and it wears on you. So it's no wonder there is such a high burnout rate among women entrepreneurs. We've only talked about the responsibilities that you have within your company. We haven't even touched on the responsibilities that you have outside of your company, people who need you to take care of them, people who you are responsible for, financial obligations that you have, needs that need to be met where you're the primary person who does it. You're being pulled in so many different directions, both in and out of your company, that of course, if you're not taking some very strategic measures, which are going to require grit, resilience, resourcefulness, and determination, then you are going to be either teetering on or right in that burnout vortex. And it's harder to pull yourself out of the vortex than to stop and realize that you're on the brink, so you need to make some changes. The very first place to start when you find that you are in or near the burnout is self-care. Now, I don't want to hear about self-care being about getting your nails done or, you know, just going for a walk. That's just one piece of it. Self-care has four different levels to it, and we're tend to only look at one or two of them. Absolutely, it starts with taking care of your physical self. Yes, I know, you and I both know we need you to move your body, getting outside, going for a walk 30 minutes a day. Wouldn't it be terrific if we could do that every day? But I'm going to encourage you to go one step further. When's the last time you had a physical? When's the last time you had your blood work tested? When's the last time you did a comprehensive investigation into your hormone levels? As women, as we age, our bodies change exponentially. And there are so many women who are living in this state of burnout because their body chemistry is not working in, in alignment. If you're low in vitamin D, if you're low in B12, if your hormones are out of whack, that's going to have a massive impact on who you are, how you show up every day, your energy levels, how you can function. And so I'm begging you as a woman in her 50s who is also investigating and realizing that a lot of what I've been feeling over the last year or two is for sure all the pressures that are going out, but also symptoms of a changing body metabolism then go and get yourself checked out to make sure that you are in a place where you can ask your body to be in peak performance. If your blood sugars are out of whack, if your hormones are out of whack, if your vitamins and mineral levels are out of whack, when you ask yourself to be in a place of peak performance, you are digging from an empty well and you are going to run out of the ability to function from that place. So yeah, for sure, let's move your body. Absolutely eat healthy foods. Those are the lowest hanging fruits in order to take care of yourself when you're in burnout. But go and get yourself checked. This pandemic, one of the repercussions is people haven't been going into for their physicals because they had, they either have weren't allowed and then it sort of fell to the wayside. They haven't kept up with, you know, whatever medication they were supposed to be on. And that's going to have massive impact. 
So yeah, your physical care comes first. And yes, you have time to go and work with a health professional, whichever kind you want. It doesn't matter if it's your GP, if it's a naturopath, osteopath, go and work with functional health medicine practitioners, someone who can help you make sure that your body is functioning properly. The second level of self-care we need to talk about is your mental health and your ability to take breaks. Now, I know that for many people, the easiest way to take a break is to jump on Netflix or some kind of streaming service or TikTok or Facebook Reels or whatever it is. That is your brain's way of escaping from the day-to-day. It is a beautiful way for very high-functioning type A women to really train their bodies or their minds to just slow down a little bit. But even when you're consuming that streaming of content, you're not actually taking a mental break. You're just escaping from your day-to-day and forcing your brain to slow down and dull a little bit. You see, we spend so much of our time doing. You're mothering, you're working, you're taking care of everybody else, you're managing your house. You are in do mode. What we don't know how to do is sit and have a cup of tea in silence. What we don't know how to do is to go outside, sit in the sun, turn your face up to the sun for 10 minutes, and just listen to the birds. That's what we don't know how to do because there's such guilt associated with not doing. But that is where your breaks truly live, where you are able to just be in the moment. That is the whole root of mindfulness. The next level of self we need to take care of is your emotional self. That comes through connections with others. When you are always giving to people that are around you, you're giving to your children, you're giving to your clients, you're giving to your team, you're giving to your partner. That is an output of energy. And what we're looking for is those relationships where we can input some energy. So it's finding that old friend where you can just be yourself and you can just share it all and you can receive it all as well. You can receive the support. It is by finding that networking group or that community where people get you, where people are there to champion you, where people are there who understand what you're dealing with, and where you leave more inspired and jacked up than when you walked in the room. Finding opportunities like that is our responsibility. They're not going to fall in our lap. It means we have to say yes when our inclination is to say no. It means we have to make the effort to get out of the house or to join that meeting at a time that might not be at an opportune time in your day because that connection with other people is just as important as rest and physical care. The third place is that spiritual connection. And whomever you you connect with, whether you believe in God or a higher being or sense self, whatever that person is for you, if you don't take those quiet, mindful moments, you are not able to connect with yourself on a spiritual level. And that is where you can tap into your intuition and your inner guidance and your ability to make decisions based on your gut. We can't make gut decisions if we're just consuming information all the time and we're do, 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 doing. And so the very first place to start when you are in burnout is with you. And I know it's cliche. (laughs) And I know you know what I'm about to say. But if you don't put the oxygen mask on yourself first, you're going to go down. And your business relies on you. 
The second place we need to shift when we're in burnout is to understand where our companies are falling down, where we might have some breaks or some holes or our systems aren't working well, where it is that you're fighting with your company so that we can shift you back into flow. It's probably going to be in something about how you deliver what it is that you do or how you're bringing people into your business or how you're operating behind the scenes and who's there to help you. And that's one of the things that we do right away when you're in the road to seven is we figure out exactly what's broken so we can start fixing that. You see, your business is a little bit like a house of cards. And if the house of cards doesn't have a great base, And when we talk about a base, we look at it through the seven gears that are needed to run a highly successful company. That, of course, starts with you and your mindset and what you're bringing to the table because your mindset is responsible for 80% of your success. I think it's Tony Robbins who came up with that, the balance of the 80-20. You know, 80% of your success is sitting between your two ears, 20% is sitting in your systems, yet we spend 80% of our time looking at the systems and processes and less than 20% of the time taking care of what it is that's actually going to make the difference. So mindset is key. What are the other seven gears that have to operate simultaneously? We also need the process we have for fulfillment. How is it that we deliver what it is that we do? If you are the linchpin, if you are the person that your entire business is relying on, that's a lot of pressure to bring to the table each and every week. Because if you get sick as the captain of the ship and you don't have anybody who can step in and support, then how does your company keep working? So that brings us to the third gear, which is the operations that run the back end of your company. Who's there to support you? What are the systems that are automatic or that are automated so or delegated so that other people are helping you run this beautiful machine? Which brings us to the fourth gear, which is your team. Who's there to help you? If you're sick, who's going to let your clients know? If you are not able to work for a couple of days, Who's going to be filling in the gaps to make sure that your orders go out on time? Your team is so valuable and so precious. And if it's not working well, or you're having to redo the work that they're doing, or you've got people on your payroll, but you're still doing the work that they're supposed to do, then you and I need to talk because we have a little bit of a team issue. And that is a really important part of running a scalable business. So we've got your mindset, your operations, your fulfillment, your team. We also have the finance part of running your business, the money side. And if you are always worried about money, then that is going to be, and what I've noticed is for a lot of women, that is the number one factor that's leading to the burnout is the fact that they're running so close to the line each and every month, dollar in, dollar out, dollar in. $2 out. So they're always trying to get caught up. They're taking from here to pay for here, here to there. They're not running a profitable business. And that is taxing. It's exhausting to be worrying about where your money's coming from, where your next paycheck's coming from. And that's all rooted in your pricing of what it is that you're offering. There are so many women that are underpriced. They're not actually able to run a viable company. It's not sustainable. And so when we can get the right price and the right financial systems in place and we make it easy for your people to buy, 
then all of a sudden we can start this engine going of, wow, well, is this worth it? Yeah, this is really exciting. I've actually got money left over at the end of the day. What am I going to do with the money left over? Woo, that's exciting because your profit are the fun tokens for where you want to go. That's the money that you get to put into savings. That's the money that you get to reinvest. That's the money that you get to use to invest in other companies so that they're busy making you money while you're focused on what it is that you do. And I mean, the whole definition of financial freedom is to be earning money with you being able to choose whether you're going to work that day or not. That's actually true financial freedom. The last two gears that you need to be working really smoothly is your marketing and your sales. That's actually outside of mindset. The marketing and sales are the two gears that I find are the, are the ones that are usually broken. So either people are really, really good at bringing in fresh qualified prospects and leads, but then they're not able to convert them into something for whatever reason. Either they don't like the sales conversation or they're not able to convert in the moment or the offers aren't right or they've got some poor positioning on it. So if you're able to bring people in, but you can't converting, then you've got a sales issue. And if, if you've got a sales issue, then why bother? <laughs> because you, the, the sales is what's going to lead to the profit, the profits, the fun. Like, you know, you can see how this all fits and you can see how we need all these gears working simultaneously. Of course, the marketing is also one of the most important gears. Some people, as soon as they get someone on a call with them, they're able to close, but they can't get enough people on the call. So that means we've got a marketing issue that we need to fix. If we don't bring in the, the big guns who are able to fix the problems that are causing the stress, then the burnout's not going to go away because you're going to be worried and be concerned about whatever that gear is that's broken. And so if you, if you are not in your place of peak performance because you're not taking care of yourself and we have a broken part to our business, you can see how that is an absolute recipe for disaster. So what do we do? We take care of you. We take care of the business. Third thing we want to do, we want to put you in a container that's going to support you. What does that mean? A container can be as simple as going and working in a co-working space because you need to get the pluck out of your house and go and connect with some other people and work in an environment where people are all connected and taking care of each other and, you know, brainstorming and you're making new friends. That is a, an example of a container change. We might need to join a new community of people that are either at your level or further ahead so that you can have these really empowered conversations and be pushed and supported and championed by people, <laughs> by real live people. You know, a new container could be a coaching program that's designed to fix one of the issues that you're having in your business where you are surrounded by people who are all working towards a common goal. But what we do when we're in burnout is we tend not to join the containers that we need because we have every reason why we can't. I don't have the time because I'm doing everything. I don't have the energy because I'm totally burnt out. I don't have the money because my work business hasn't been working properly and I'm in fight with it. Where joining that container is literally what's going to make the difference. And so the question is, what is it that you need? Do you need to take better care of yourself? Do you have some issues in your business that need fixing? Or do you need a fresh container around you? 
Now, I'm sitting so excited today because one of the things that I'm in the middle of doing at the Road to Seven is building a brand new container for women that are in the sixes heading on to seven figures in their business and a container that provides the support, the conversations, the coaching and the content that you need in order to get you to that next level. So if you want to know more, I'm going to put a link down below and you can get on the wait list. I won't be announcing it for another couple of weeks, but you know, it all has to start with you. It's got to start with you. If you are in burnout or you're toying with or you know you're really close, start with you. Then go look at your business. Then find that container that you need to pull you to your next level. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to The Road to Seven. If you found value in what you've heard today, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review. You might just get a shout out on an upcoming episode, and you never know when I'm going to be mailing some surprise treats to our reviewers. Make sure to subscribe so you automatically get notified when new episodes are released. Are you looking for a way to connect with other entrepreneurs that are facing the same challenges as you? I'd love to connect with you in the Road to Seven Facebook group on Instagram and LinkedIn. Just head to SheilaCummins.com. You will find all the links that you need right there. Together, we'll explore more ways to support your shift into action so that you can grow your business to finally match your vision. I love aligning your vision of success with strategic and intentional actions because that is how we will grow your business to match your vision. I focus on women, all women, because women hold the keys and the power to creating a powerful and positive world through their impact. We'll see you on the next episode.